This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. An Iowa native, George Lund came to Schenectady in 1904 to become senior pastor at the First Reformed Church in the city's Stockade neighborhood. He entered politics in 1911 and was elected mayor of Schenectady as a member of the Socialist Party. He worked with General Electric scientist Charles Steinmetz to create Central Park and improve the city school system, and also initiated free garbage pickup and a health clinic, all while the city's population was rapidly increasing due to immigration. He won the mayoral election four times, twice after switching to the Democratic Party, and also became a U.S. congressman and lieutenant governor under Al Smith. The new book, George Lund, The 1912 Socialist Victory in Schenectady by Bill Buell, is out now. Bill Beale is a lifelong Schenectady County resident who spent 41 years, the first 21, as a sports writer, and the last 18 as a news reporter with the Daily Gazette newspaper. Graduated from Burnt Hills Boston Lake High School, Schenectady County Community College, and the University at Albany, earning a degree in history. He's written books on Schenectady County and Albany County, and won numerous writing awards, including a 2018 New York Press Association Award for a series on the history of the General Electric Company. Beal is also a volunteer docent at the Schenectady County Historical Society and in 2019 was named Schenectady County Historian. Happy to have Bill Buell join me here in studio. Bill, welcome to this program. Thank you, Steve. It's great to be here. So how did you discover George Lunn and what made you want to write a book about him? I had never heard of him growing up. Um, At some point I was reading uh, Larry Hart, one of Larry Hart's old books, he was a former newspaper man and a Schenectady County historian as well. And he has a bunch of these coffee table picture books. Um, and I just happened to be leafing through one. And I came across an image of George Lund. He just looked like an interesting guy. So I started looking into him more and more and um, just found him to be fascinating, very interesting. He never disappointed me. I tell my friends how um, I've read a lot about Abraham Lincoln, and the guy never disappointed you. And it kind of ended up being the same way with Lund. And, you know, he's a politician, but he still never really disappointed me. He wasn't an extreme socialist. He was liberal, progressive, and he easily made the switch uh, from socialism to the Democratic Party. Chatting with uh, Bill Buell in studio here. His new book is George Lund, The 1912 Socialist Victory in Schenectady. So what fascinated you, Bill, uh, the most about George Lund? Um, well, he, he, be, he came to Schenectady in uh, 1904 to become pastor at the First Reformed Church. He started preaching the uh, social gospel. Um, and I guess making the leap from the pulpit to politics was, is kind of interesting to me. Um, and uh, I did talk to Larry Hart about him a little bit, and Larry's parents remembered him well. Um, he just seemed like an extremely likable guy. He he got the vote of Republicans and Democrats. There are far few registered socialists in Schenectady when he won the election in November of 1911. So he got a lot of the Democratic vote and a lot of the Republican vote because he was so well-liked. Um He's just a really fascinating guy. Uh, he brought in the best people uh, to work in Schenectady, uh, not just socialists. And that's how he ended up running into trouble with the local socialist party. They demanded uh, strictly socialists be appointed to all the city positions. And um, Lund said, no, I'm going to appoint the best people. So that's where this friction was created. 
and eventually the state party wants to kick him out. And then by early 1914 or 1915, he's had enough of the socialists. They're very strict, uh, no sense of humor from what I can tell. Uh, so he leaves on his own and uh, just before they, they officially kicked him out of the party. What was your research process like for this book? I sat uh, in front of microfilm for quite a bit, but thankfully uh, the Gazette still has its uh, bound volumes. In Well, we had them in the basement. So I actually got to look at the actual newspaper. And I just sat there at my desk and um, looked, went over page to page in 1911 and the same thing for 1912. And for most of 1913, because my book is focused on 1912. So uh, microfilm will drive you crazy after a while. (laughs) Uh, But being able to sit down and just leisurely go through the paper day by day, which I found really interesting, thankfully. Otherwise, that would have been a pain in the butt, too. But it just uh, made for uh, it was fun to read the paper and look at, you know, what what was going on back in Schenectady in, in those years. Speaking of newspapers, uh, Bill, why did Lund start the newspaper, The Citizen? Citizen uh, was a socialist newspaper. Uh, Back in those days, the Gazette was the Democratic newspaper, and the Union Star was the uh, Republican newspaper. They were both very political. Um, In the 1911 election, the Gazette is saying how the Democrat should win. The Republican is only showing... The um, Union Star, I'm sorry, is only showing images of the Republican candidates. It was horrible, the job mm. the, the newspapers did back then. And um, so the citizen, so he created his own newspaper as kind of a mouthpiece for him. Um, and it did pretty well. He eventually loses uh, control of the newspaper around the same time as he's being drummed out of the party. My guest is Bill Buell here on Speaking of Writers. Uh, his new book is George Lund, The 1912 Socialist Victory in Schenectady. So what's going on in Schenectady at this time? Well, in, uh, if I can jump back to 1886, that's when Edison shows up with the Edison Electrical Works. And in 1892, they merge with Houston Thompson um, to form the General Electric. In 1886, there were 14,000 people in Schenectady. But with... Um, with the General Electric coming into town and also the American Locomotive Company forming in 1904, the city just explodes. We went from like 30,000 in 1900, I believe, to about 80,000 by 1910. By 1920, it's up to like 95,000. Schenectady officially never uh, passed 100,000 according to the U.S. Census population. But in 1923, the post office would occasionally do a, a approximation, and they guessed that there were more than 100,000 people uh, living in Schenectady in 1923. So all these immigrants from uh, Eastern Europe, Italy, Poland, Germany were flooding into the city to work at places, mostly the General Electric Company and the American Locomotive, uh, Locomotive Company. Excuse me. There were some interesting people who crossed paths with Lund. Oh, there certainly were. <laughs> Helen Keller, Walter Lippmann. Mm-hmm. Who was Bertha Sanford? Bertha Sanford was the deaconess. She um, kind of came out of nowhere in uh, 1905, early uh, of, during Lund's 
time as a minister in Schenectady, there's suddenly a Christian revival. Uh, we had the Schenectady Ministerial Association. It still exists. But there were 19 different ministers involved in that group. And in January of 1905, I think it, was, it started with the YMCA and with this uh, ministers group. Um, and there was a revival throughout the whole Northeast uh, based on the Welsh revival started over in Wales. But for about a month and a half, there were uh, meetings every day or five days a week and then on Sunday as well. And Bertha Sanford, uh, played a little, she strummed a little guitar or ukulele, and she used to talk about her uh, mission, her, her experience coming to the Lord. Kids were marching out in the street singing songs together, led by her. They would march around downtown singing songs. And uh, Lund was uh, the leader of this ministerial group. Everybody agreed that he should be the one to lead it. So it was just like a, a really extreme Christian revival that went on for almost two months. Mm. And uh, it was made popular in, in large part because of Lund and uh, Bertha Sanford, who ends up marrying uh, Welton Stanford, a member of the Stanford family. We have Sanford and we have Stanford. <laughs> And the Stanford, some most of, well, some people around Schenectady will remember that was Leland Stanford, who be, was born in Schenectady and went out to California and started um, Stanford University. What do you think Lund's uh, lasting legacy uh, on Schenectady is, Bill? Um, well, you know, it's uh, hopefully my book will help create one. Uh, he wasn't, he isn't that well known. Um, like I said, I hadn't heard of him up until like 2001, 2002, somewhere around there. They remember him at the First Reformed Church. There's a, a room named after him. But um, there is, uh, there's no street name. There's no school name. But every time anyone goes to Central Park uh, and enjoys that, those wonderful 200 acres or 300 acres, how many they are, I'm not sure, he and Steinmetz are the two people that really uh, created that park. Uh, every time we have free garbage pickup, although free might not be the right word now, you're, you're paying taxes for it. But we can think, we can ask and, and thank Lund for that. Um, he and Steinmetz created three new schools to help with this burgeoning population increase. So um, he did a lot, and and a lot of it is still you can still see in Schenectady and especially Central Park. It's a wonderful place. Bill Buell, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Steve. The book, again, is George Lund, The 1912 Socialist Victory in Schenectady. It's out now.